Wow, five years, huh? Gee, unbelievable. Looked out the window, I was studying late last night, midnight, kissed the lookout, just like it was five years ago. And I thought, oh no, I thought, not last night, but I thought when the church first started, I thought, nobody's going to be there anyways. The Lord has truly blessed. So uh, if you're visiting here today, it's our fifth anniversary of the church and uh, truly, truly amazing. Before I forget, I'm going to open prayers. A couple people aren't here today and I've got some names written down. I just hope I remember everything, (laughs) but... uh, you know, Tony Tropy, who owns some property in downtown Akron, I'm going to get more into the message of that, but I just want to make sure that I really acknowledge him at the beginning. Uh, he was so gracious, uh, for those of you who were there when we started at Musica, which again, I'll talk about in a little bit, that he, uh, again, we didn't have any money, we didn't have anything when we started, and he just said, uh, Dallas, I'll just let you meet here for free, for depending on what goes on and how long it lasts, and so, Tony, wherever you are, I hope you're listening to this. Uh, and then uh, Jimmy McFarland, who uh, helped so graciously. He was actually living in Arizona uh, with his sister, and uh, his roots are here in the Akron, Canton area. And, and he didn't even give me a, <clears throat> an option. He just said, Dallas, I'm coming back. I'm going to help you do the music to whatever happens. And I'm like, uh, okay. So... <laughs> And, uh, you know, then the Lord so unbelievably brought Ben along. Jimmy's doing great at his home church down in Florida. So uh, you never forget those that uh, do things for you. And that's part of what we're going to look at today in in, uh, God's word. That no in your life, no doesn't always mean no. And I hope that this will, this will click in your spirit and you'll always remember with, with Jesus Christ, the King of kings and Lord of lords, no doesn't always mean no. Let's pray. Father, I'm humbled once again today, uh, this day that we celebrate your resurrection. Lord, we celebrate when you died on the cross and shed your perfect blood for us. And through us accepting you as our Savior by faith, three days later, this day, a new day, the first day of the week, Sunday, you rose from the grave. Father, we have that resurrection hope that we live by today. I know all of us here have hurts, heartaches, struggles. And uh, Lord, I just pray that you would encourage everyone that's here today. And if someone doesn't know you as their Savior, may they accept you. In Jesus' name, amen. I want you to look in uh, Romans chapter 5, which is really our, our church verse, uh, <clears throat> our theme verse, and we're going to look at that in a minute, but no doesn't always mean no. You know how that is more powerful to than anyone else that you know? It's either a two or three-year-old in the grocery store, in the toy store. You've seen it. You've experienced it. Over and over again, can I have that? Can I have that? Can I have that? Can I have that? No, 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 no. And you hear it going back and forth, finally, all right, you know, whatever. And you give in. You know, I don't know if you ever saw that cartoon one time. It's so funny. But the, the, there's a cartoon, and then the toddler's standing by the bed of his mom and dad, and he just starts going, Mom, 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 Mom. He does it about 20 times. 
And uh, finally she goes, what? And he just turns around and walks out of the room. <laughs> it's so unbelievable. It's a testing. It's so unbelievable. And, and I couldn't help but think of the verse that God tells us today that whatever you're facing, keep seeking, keep knocking, keep doing whatever you're doing, and no doesn't always mean no. God is going to come through. Many of you are at a place right now, you're not sure what's going to happen, and you're tired and you're discouraged. You're wondering, what's next? Maybe it's personally, maybe it's professionally. I don't know what it might be. I want you to know, I want you to remember what I'm about to read in Romans chapter 5, excuse me, Romans chapter 5 and verse 17. For if by the one man's offense, death reigned through the one, much more those who receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will reign in life through Christ Jesus. You know, it's amazing how the devil will lie to you in so many areas of your life And he will so beat you down that you have a hard time believing that you can actually reign in life. Let me encourage you today by saying it doesn't depend on you. See, that's talking about a king and a kingdom. We're not the king. We're going to reign in life through the one, through his abundance of grace, who Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for our sins, who rose from the grave. When we accept him as our savior, Everything that we do the rest of the days of our life, our success is all dependent on him. So when are you going to let it go? When are you going to give it to him? That's when you begin to reign in life. When we begin to understand that that it's through my Savior, Jesus Christ, that I'm going to make it. And not only am I going to make it, Reigning means that I'm part of a kingdom that I will be blessed. When you think about a king and a kingdom, what do we think about, especially in the Old Testament times, more than anything else? Wars, battles. That's what you think about. We think about all the time. And if you see the movies and remember all the movies, so much as hand-to-hand combat, combat, you're right in there fighting. And then before you know it, it's another battle. Before you know it, it's another battle. I want you to know that if you're doing it on your own right now, a sign of that is you're tired, emotionally you're drained, or you're confused. When we look to Jesus Christ, the one our Savior, when we look to him and you see him in everything that's going on, You can rest and know that he's going to come through because it all comes back to one word that no doesn't mean no. It's this. It's trust. I remember when I was preaching at a very, very large church. It was, there's Calvary Chapel for a while, but there was another church that was a guest speaker at. They run about 8,000 on a weekend, and I spoke at all their services, and one of the ladies uh, came up to me after, after the third service on the weekend, and she says, Dallas, I had to work this morning. But she said, I was so encouraged. She says, I only heard one thing. Actually, it was coming right as the invitation was getting ready to start. She said, I heard you say the word trust. And that's what I needed to hear today. 
I just need to trust. Trust him. When you trust him and you, you're looking at you've been told no in society by the devil, even your own mind. It's not going to not. I'm not, it's not I, I can't get it figured out. It, it's just not going to, we're not going to make it. No doesn't always mean no. Look at another verse in the Old Testament because it involves your dreams. You know, when we're a kid, we all see the, uh, and, and I'm sorry, in, in Psalm chapter 37, which I want you to turn to or you can look up on the screen. That. When you're a kid or we hear kids interviewed, kindergarten, first grade, they ask them, what do you want to be when you grow up? And you hear all these uh, just so far out of what they want to be. And it is really is amazing and all, the, all the things that you hear what kids want to be. Somewhere along high school, junior, senior year, uh, you've been told enough that, yeah, you know what, you're, uh, you're just not, that, this is not you. You're not, you're not gifted and eh, you're not good at that. You know, sometimes that, that as we hear from our parents, don't get me wrong, they want to guide us in the right direction. But if you have this overwhelming and deep down in your soul, this dream that you know that God has placed in your heart, I'm here to tell you today, no matter how many times you hear no, Jesus is going to do it. He will do it. Psalm 37 and verses 3 through 7. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Delight yourself also in the Lord. Let me read it again. And he shall give you the desires of your heart. Heart. Isn't it amazing? You know exactly what you want to do. If you trust Jesus today, he's going to let you do for his kingdom that lasts forever. He's going to let you do it no matter what you've been told. Look what he says. What do we need to do then? Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Would you say that with me? Let's say it out loud. We look on the screen. Let's say that just that together. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. I want you to say it again. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. I want you to say it again. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Some of you are getting a little annoyed after the second one. That's how impatient that you are. I felt that. What is wrong with us? We, we, you know, we see it in traffic or when or waiting in a light, whatever. My, we are so impatient. Rest in the Lord. In other words, all his promises and wait patiently for him. Now, that doesn't mean to sit down until the Lord's going to do some unbelievable thing. No, the Lord is here to tell you today, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. Whatever it is you're doing, along the way, keep doing it. And here's what happens. And here's why we give up. We give up for this reason. And you have every reason to give up. It's gone on too long. You're tired. Emotionally, you're drained. You don't need, 
seeing into it. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. So how do we do it? How do we, when we hear no doesn't mean no all the time, how, how, do, we, how do we do it? I tell you, one of the ways that, that we do it, we know what I'm, you know what I'm about to tell you, but I want you to remember the third one. It's for sure the Holy Spirit. The Spirit is speaking in your heart, and we'll talk more about that towards the close of the message. Secondly, it's God's Word, His promises. Do you know there's a, there's a don't fear in the Bible where it says, it says that don't fear whatever you face in life. It says that one time for every day of the year. That's how many times it's in the Bible. For every day, that's how many times it's in the Bible for 365 days. So don't fear. So we know it's his word. We know we've got to, if we're willing to, rest. And as we talk about so much in this church and the message Bible and how God tells us, he will teach us, when we rest in him, he will teach us his rhythm of grace on how to live. Would you say, Dallas, I know that. I know that. I know his word. I know the Holy Spirit working, but here's what's so important. When you're walking in this journey in life, in a way that you're able to continue sometimes, many times, you need a brother and sister in Christ. And they're going to walk with you. Sometimes they're going to carry you. And they're going to encourage you. You know, as I was thinking about it being the fifth anniversary of the church, I want to take just a minute or so and share with you just a few of those, those people that walked with me and why, I, why I'm here today why our church is thriving and whatever the Lord has next. and Because you need to have those people in your life. Because this journey that we face, there are battles. And I'm here to tell you today, you cannot do it on your own. That's why Jesus has brothers and sisters in Christ. I, I can't tell you as I was going through everything, losing everything, Everything financially and flipped thousands. And I, I'll share this with you and leave it go. Sometimes I don't like going into too much detail because I don't, I don't want you to think that, you know, you got to go through what I went through. Everybody has a different journey. Everybody does. But we need somebody to encourage us. I can't tell you through that how many times I, I borrowed money uh, off my brother. How many times I brought one? And how many, I remember one time I went to his house and, you know, he put uh, my electric bill on his credit card because there it is. Once again, I had, within, I got there five minutes, five minutes before my electric was going to be turned off. Five minutes. That happened about three or four times. I can't tell you how many times I borrowed money off of Chuck. It got to the place <clears throat> to where towards the end there and I would always pay him back or tried uh, that I was so embarrassed I couldn't do it anymore. But he was there for me. As both of my parents were dying, and I don't know how, quite how to say this, but my wife, just after 30 years of marriage, just over, that when my mom and dad both dying at two separate times within a, a certain time, every time I turned around, 
wanting my mate there, and she just wasn't, that Ed and Janine, people I've known for I don't know how long, for some reason, I didn't call them, I didn't do anything, they just showed up. That's who you need to have. That's who I need to have. We need to have those people on this journey that we know that that dream won't die. And when it's died with you, someone else is going to remind you what you said one time. Someone else is going to be there to pick you up, to, to take you. I remember the, for, for I don't know how many years that Andrew was out in California, Jane and Alan, their, um, their son. How many times, hours and hours that we prayed that there would be a breakthrough. Year after year after year after year. I can't tell you, over and over again, we would pray and Andrew would remind me and we would pray together over whatever was happening at that certain time. Whatever it was, we were praying about You know, I don't think there's anything worse than well, your next year health is being in a financial pressure. And then uh, I want you to be so sensitive to your brothers and sisters in Christ. It won't always be that way. But there's times that they need you. You know, Ernie and I would do funerals together, and he knew what I was going through. And whenever you do a funeral, it's always usually an honorarium. And Pastor Ernie, we'd be praying together and then leave. He said, hey, Dow, hold on, hold on. I give, you, give me his honorarium and then he'd give me more money after that. When I was going through what I was going through. Ben and Lori filled my gas tank up with gas. <laughs> Greg and Lisa, Lisa who sang here today, who sang if you were there the first Sunday and it was so amazing how the Lord did what he did at Musica that first Sunday five years ago. As I was going through, and uh, it was just, I can't begin to explain to you the pressure financially. But my kids were there in such a way, I'll get back to Greg and Lisa, but my kids were there in such a way, they couldn't help me financially. But you know what? They never let the dream die. Dad. Dad, we know the Lord's going to do this. Dad, we know it's going to happen. You know, remember this, you remember this, you know this. It's, this is the Bible verses that I taught them when they're kids, they're now reciting to me. Amazing. Before the church started and <clears throat> Greg called me up, Greg and Lisa Greg called me up and said, hey, Dal, uh, can, can you meet me downtown at this restaurant? Where I said, yeah, yeah, sure. He says, uh, so we're talking, and, and again, he said, uh, hey, he said, uh, I just got this uh, bonus. Uh, Lisa and I want to give it to you. We know what's going on. Huh. How many times did that happen to me? How many times did that? What, what am I telling you today? It's just, a, it, it's just something that the Lord was saying. You're, you're not out of the clear yet. You're not out of the woods, but <clears throat> I want you to know you're on the right path. 
and the people that are on that path with you are going to let you know, without a doubt, they're here with you, and you're going to make it. And that dream that you thought had died, no doesn't always mean no. Please, I'm here to tell you today, please be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Why do you think that we give as we give, which I'll get to in a minute, as we give like we do as a a church to, to so many different ministries and people? Because I'm so sensitive to that. I know what it's like to live on how long and not woe is me, but just peanut butter sandwiches. It was it. I went from 160-some pounds down to 140. But I still knew, year after year, that God was going to come through. Did it happen overnight? No, it took years. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. He doesn't tease you. He's going to bless you. You will reign in life believing his word, trusting in the spirit that's within you, knowing the strength that you have. And when you can't do it any longer, people in your life will show up and say, I'm just going to take over right now. You're going to make it when you can't see in that darkness. Let's look at just another verse, and we'll close in a few minutes. You know, Romans chapter 8, I want to read uh, this two different ways. Romans chapter 8, now listen to how I read it first. Romans chapter 8, verse 28. All things work together for good for those who love God to those who are called according to his purpose. Now, we hear that quote a lot, don't we? We really do, and that's good. But why, why do we always, and not always, but so many times not quote the beginning? It's the most important in there, if I could say that. And we know. And we know. Do you know today? Do you know without a doubt? You know, know without a doubt. I want you to to just so grasp that today, a promise from God in your life. And we know it is a trust factor. There's no other way around it. I don't have to spin it any other way. Trust. And we know, trust him, that all things, as bad as they have been and hurt that you have, God will take it. He is so miraculous and use it for his glory. You know, this is a day before uh, the church started five years ago, and I'm going to tell a story uh, which I've told several times on the on our anniversary Sunday, and, and uh, you know, you might get tired of it. You know what? I'm going to tell it again. I'm the pastor, so all right. That's, hey, you know, I guess I, I'm going to, that's okay. 
Um, I, I want to thank the Akron Beacon Journal right now, you know, uh, whether they hear this or not on YouTube, I don't know. But uh, they found out what had happened in my life, kind of the craziness, and they heard that I was going to start a church again and um, some interest there because of my dad and grandfather pastoring in, in the area. And, um, and so I was interviewed, and uh, I didn't know when they were going to run a story. I didn't know where it was going to be. It was going to be in the back. I don't know what. Uh, was how it was going to all be worded together, and the Lord so worked through those the beacon. Uh, I wouldn't have changed one word the way they worded it. And uh, so I got a phone call on that Saturday before the church started, and they said hey, a couple different people called me and said, uh, "Hey, Dallas, you know it's uh, it was so much of the Lord. It was God's timing. I can't explain it any other way. It was just time." That's what he's going to do in your life. He's going to bring it all together some way that you, you just, you're going to be amazed. And, and that Saturday, they said, uh, hey, do you know it's on the front page? I'm like, oh, okay. They're all laid out. But you know what? I, I have a hard time reading them myself. I, I can't ever watch the messages on YouTube. I have, I just, that's me. But anyway, so I waited till late in the afternoon and, just know that the devil is always coming after you. He hates what you do and what you stand for. He never stops. That's why you need his word, the spirit. That's why you, you need other believers in your life to fight this battle. You will reign in life, but there's a battle. There's always a battle. So I go to Circle K, and, uh, and it was doing what it was doing last, you know, yesterday last snowing and it was like a wet snow and um, of course if I'm going to Circle K I got to get a big gulp right so <clears throat> so I go there I get a big gulp you know die coat and and I get two newspapers and I and I go to walk out the door and I saw how icy it was when I came in and I go and I reminded myself that you know be careful you know when I go to walk out soon as I walked out the door man my leg flew from me Wham! I landed. I remember I couldn't even, the Sunday that we started, I couldn't even move my shoulder and my wrist as I was up preaching. And I just went down in, in Diet Coke everywhere and all over the paper. And, man, I was hurting. I couldn't get it. I literally, you know how, you ever had the time, you ever had a time when you fall down? You know, you fall down, and it's hurt. You're really hurting. And you get back, oh, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. You get back up, everybody's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm good. And you're like, you know, the rest of the day, and for, you, know, you can't walk, but you, you're embarrassed, right? Well, I literally could not get back up. I was hurting. I'll never forget. I'm not going to say it was a guy. I, I swear to you, without a doubt, I believe it was one of my guardian angels. He had a hooded sweatshirt on, and big old guy, and he said, I'm going to help you up. <laughs> I'm not, I didn't have a choice. I, I literally didn't have a choice. He took those big old arms and he put them both around both sides of my chest and just grabbed me and pulled me straight up down. I literally stood up for a minute because I, I was so disoriented. And I turned around. He was gone. I want you to know today, no matter how the devil tries to come at you, no matter what he does, got to stay close. If we're close there with the Lord, he's got his angels watching over you.
So the next day comes, and make a long story short, the Lord blessed. It was packed out, and and uh, I went to Wally Waffles with, you know, so grateful for Stefan and Novella and Alexis and what they mean to me. And Alexis and Novella and I went to Wally Waffles afterwards because it's right downtown. And I just looked at him, wow, what just happened? <laughs> I just said, you know, it was like, but I knew in my spirit that, that and we'll always be at war, we'll always be testing, but I knew, I knew those, those several years, eight or nine, I knew that this time was over and God was going to bless, and he was. Let me close with a couple things. No doesn't always mean no. Do you know it would be 13 years ago? 13 years ago, that I was at Musica, it was 2006, a few people and I, a couple of you were even there, I tried to start a ministry on Sunday nights because I wanted to reach more people for Jesus and I was frustrated, you know, I'll be honest with you, at the temple I just wanted to see more people saved and I was getting a lot of pushback I said, well, I'll just start something outside and we'll do it. We went downtown and I, I don't even remember. It might have been John Rasnick, uh, who's on our board, that knew Tony Tropy, and said, hey, go check this venue out. It was unbelievable, those of you who were there. And I saw the music, and it was like, wow, this is so... We, so <clears throat> we started a ministry. We tried for a couple months and uh, died. And I'm like, Lord, what? what's going on? I just died. Trust in the Lord and wait patiently for him. And he'll give you the desires of your heart. Who would have ever dreamt, <coughs> thought, excuse me, I'm still getting over <coughs> this cold. Who would have ever thought eight years later the dream that I had was resurrected through Jesus Christ. The Lord brought it to life. Eight years went by. I want you to know today, whatever you're facing, whatever's going on, don't look at it with a watch. Don't look at it with whatever's going on in your life. God doesn't have a watch. He wants to build character in your life. He wants to know that he can trust you because God, you're here today. You're going through it. God is going to so bless you. You have no idea. He's going to so bless you that he's got to take you through that time of, tre- t- of testing and, and you're not wondering, like, what is going that time of testing, because he's going to so bless you, he doesn't want you to fall to immorality or to mess up what he's done. He wants to know that he knows that when he brings all these blessings in, he's going to. He's got to test you. And when he's built that character in your life, eight years later, I thought it was over, died, overdone, 
forgot about four years, five years. They didn't even think about it. They didn't even think about music of the venue, anything. Who would ever thought? Couldn't get anybody there eight years before, and at the same exact place, eight years later, the Lord, there wasn't one seat in music. It was completely fact out. See, I want you to know today, I want you to know today that everything we do here, there's a reason. And it's to encourage you as believers and it's to reach other people for heaven. So I want you to know this. I want you to think about something. Why do we keep going? What's the future of City Church? Where are we going? Where are we? I'll, give you, and I'll just give it to you in a story, who we are, where we're going, what we're going to do. I believe, Lord, is going to, we're going to see thousands and thousands of people saved in the years to come. And what we do, what we're part of is what happened last Friday to me. Last Friday, I was driving, and <clears throat> as I was driving, I was going to a certain place to pay a bill. I come up to a stoplight, and I see an older lady. She had to be in her 70s. It was raining. She was on a walker, and she had a little sign. She wanted food. That's all she wanted was something. I don't know how many cars went by, and I said, uh, I went to go pay a bill, and I said, I, ah, uh, you know, I got to go back. So I turned the car. I was going to go one way, and I turned around. I usually don't do this with the gift cards, but I gave her some money, and I looked at her. And I said, I, I just couldn't believe it. It's pouring down rain. She's on a walker, holding herself up. Had to be in her mid to late 70s. And you know... I kind of startled her because I came around by and I parked the truck in a vacant lot and walked over to her where she was by the entrance of the freeway. And I said, hey. And she was startled. I said, no, 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 it's all right, it's all right. I said, here's some money. And I said, uh, and she, I said, what's your name? And she said, my name is Carol. And I said, Carol, I want you to know that, that Jesus loves you. And you know, whenever I ask somebody that, it's twofold. A homeless person never gets their name called out ever, ever, ever. So I want them to know by their name that Jesus loves them. He created them. And I also think about last night, I was thinking about a lady who knew used to work at the church, and the church staff, her name was Carol Burnett. I thought, what if that was Carol? What if that was Carol? So I had a $50 <clears throat> gift card with me, and I usually give it to our church family or somebody I know it's need and usually don't give it to homeless people. And I pulled that out, and I said, Carol, Jesus loves you, and I'm going to give you this $50 gift card. And when I did, she burst out just Tears began to flow. And I noticed she didn't have any teeth hardly. And she was so crying because I said, hold on, hold on. I said, this is from the Lord. And I said, Jesus has a plan for your life. And I prayed with her. 
And I said, Jesus, I know that you love her. I know you have a plan for her life. And I know by today you're going to show her just basically how real that you are. And I hugged her and I left. You made that happen. That's City Church. That's who we are. Light and love to hurting people of this place that we live in. And I want you to know today that all the things that we do in the name of Jesus at City Church, we're going to keep doing more and more and more. More and more and more. See, with Carol or with me, the dream had died. But I don't care who you are, how beaten down you are, or how old you are in life, or how many times people have told you you're not going to make it. No doesn't always mean no. And City Church is a living proof today for you to know without a doubt as you leave this place that God is real. And through Jesus Christ, you will reign in life. Let's pray. Jesus has a plan. You know, it's not over. You might think it is. You're out of a job. You've lost your mate, your health condition. The devil's told you again and again and again and looked at your situation. But I want you to know today, Jesus, Jesus is the king of kings. He is the prince of peace, and he is the Lord of lords. He is the God of all comfort. And he tells us in his word today as I begin to pray, I will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me. If you're here today and you don't know Jesus as your Savior, that's us. That's we, City Church. We believe in the gospel. We believe that there's no coincidence that you're here today. God brought you for such a time as this to give you a message of hope. So if you don't know Jesus as your Savior today, Ben's going to lead us. And you can come down here and you can pray with me. And you can pray, Jesus, I, I believe you're God's son. I don't understand everything, but will you forgive me for all my sins? And I ask it in my heart to be my Lord and Savior. Father, if there's someone here today that doesn't know you, may they accept you this great day on this anniversary Sunday. Lord, we ask it in your name through your precious blood on the cross of Calvary that we have hope. If there's someone here today, will they accept you today? And I can pray with them. And by faith, they trust you today. Their name will be written down in the Lamb's book of life forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Will you stand with us today as Ben leads us? There's nothing worth more 
that will ever come close. Nothing can compare. You're our living hope. Your presence, Lord. I've tasted and seen of the sweetest of loves. When my heart becomes free and my shame is undone, your presence, Lord. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and fill the your glory, God, is what our hearts long for, to be overcome by your presence, Lord, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere, your glory. Father, we, uh, <clears throat> Lord, we're thankful today that we have hope. And this anniversary Sunday, Lord, no, doesn't always mean no. And Lord, you will do exceedingly abundantly all that we could ever think or ask if we just trust you. Lord, help us to rest and wait patiently for you and know that you always, always win that we're more than conquerors through you. Lord, we <clears throat> give back to you in our tithes and offerings today, Jesus. Use them to your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. you may be seated and we'll receive the offering and uh, we'll have a time of just some uh, fellowship with some afterwards and uh, just a couple things. One of the kids were getting on me the other day. One of the kids back in this children's church I, I wrote write uh, my announcements a lot of times on my hand so uh, <laughs> anyways uh, if you're visiting here today uh, we hope that you will uh, just come up and, and I'll uh, talk with you after the service and just want to let you know we're glad you're uh, visiting here today and uh, I just want to thank you uh, really won't say anything else no other announcements just that what a what a ride it's been uh, and I just, Lord, I know what he's put in my spirit, what he's going to do in the next several years. People need hope today, don't they? Man. And, and we have Jesus. We know who they need. And uh, I, just, I just want to thank you. We're here <clears throat> to help each other as brothers and sisters in Christ. So I want to do one thing. We're going to pray. Uh, I'm going to ask my brother to come up here. I know it's going to take you a while to walk up here, Chuck, but just come on up here. <clears throat> <I'll show you. laughs> 
<laughs> you don't even have to say anything. If he starts talking, he won't quit talking, so I'm not going to have him say anything. But uh, that's my big brother. Uh, he's having a hard time walking. If you don't know, he was a... It's still in his mind. He's a fifth-degree black belt. It's still here, but he can't do anything. But anyways, <laughs> so anyways, hey, I just, you know, what I said today, and the Lord put in my heart to do this, I, there's nothing like brothers and sisters in Christ, and he is my blood brother, my big brother, but I can't tell you how many times uh, that he came through for me. And uh, I see other people that are out there, you know, there's somebody here today that even, Cosigned so I could get my house. Pretty crazy, huh? But uh, my brother has always been there for me ever since the day I was born, and I love him. And I and I don't know how much longer we have in life, but I uh, hope he's here a while longer. And uh, I don't want to let it go by today without him knowing uh, how he helped me get through all this. So I love you too. Um, let's pray. Jesus, we love you because you first loved us. We are here as brothers and sisters in Christ. And, uh, Lord, we're here for each other. Father, as we fight these battles, we're going to win if we trust you. And we know that no doesn't always mean no. Father, you are a God who never loses. And Jesus, through the power of your Holy Spirit, may you do what only you can do. We will give you all the glory for the weeks and the years to come. So you come back in the clouds of glory. We're excited what you're going to do with City Church as you birthed us five years ago in Jesus' name. And our God's people said, amen. Amen. amen.